Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 7 of Short Story Bingo. My name is Nate Chacon. Uh, I certainly appreciate everyone that uh, you know went on to the Podbean and... Or uh, if it was on Google Play or iTunes, I certainly appreciate you guys subscribing, liking, and commenting. It certainly makes uh, for a better show. Having said that, um, today's show is going to be from Creepypasta, and we're going to be reading a story that is uh, its like their top ten. It's called The Sandman. But uh, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be reading my, with my friend Ben. Ben? Hey, this is Ben here. I uh, flew in from Salt Lake. Into Salt Lake. Oh. I don't know how I got here. How'd you? I got here. Okay. Well, okay. Okay, good. Well, uh, so Ben's going to be here. We've uh, we've gone back a while, and he's a good friend of mine. We're about to make you guys laugh a lot. If not, then, well, there, there's that. Um, but uh, I want to get into uh, the rest of this. Uh, before we start, though, I want to give a big shout-out to my fans in Japan. I know I have uh, 14 of you guys that have listened, and so I know, I see it, and I certainly appreciate it. Also, random Twitter follower shout out goes out to Chad G. And you guys can see him at uh, Chad, C H A D underscore G. Thanks, Chad, for being a follower of mine, and uh, I certainly appreciate the beats that you make. I saw your last tweet. You know, always classic Chad. Classic Chad. Classic Chad. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so we're going to uh, get into this here shortly, but I want to. I was telling Ben uh, beforehand uh, that the story that we're about to read, I, I read it already. I normally don't read them, but I couldn't help myself. And so. This is good. this is a little bit of a ride. Um, it's a little scary. It's kind of creepy. It's probably not. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. You don't think so? Nothing like skinwalkers. Gee, okay. I I feel like you're just trying to test the waters at this point because you know that the waters will get a little chippy as soon as you start saying that. They call me the water tester. Ah, I see what you do, did do. there. Um, Anyway, so short story bingo, episode 7, The Sandman with Ben and myself. We're going to get into this. Um, Yeah, enjoy. Sit back if you're listening, uh, watching your, uh, or in the shower. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Go to bed and wait for the Sandman. Even as it came out of James's mouth, it seemed to him a strange thing to say. And he was not sure why he had, but for some reason it worked. Daniel went to bed. The next morning, though, he asked, What does the Sandman look like? Fucking, like, burnt hair? And bad tortilla chips. On a ball sack. On <laughs> a ball sack. James was making breakfast. Daniel sat at the table, short legs swinging under his chair. (laughs) Nothing really, James said. It's just an expression. What does it mean? Just something people say. Quit asking fucking questions, bro. I'm trying to eat breakfast, B. That's not. He put a plate of eggs in front of Daniel and kissed him on the top of his head. What? Who is this? Hold on a minute. Is yeah. that a he kissing <laughs> yeah, no, a he? Yeah, that was a he kissing. That's what. Okay. Well, it is 2017. It, well, Daniel sat at the table, short legs, just those the little legs. He's four foot four. Four foot four. Short legs swinging under the table. Nothing really, James said. It's just an expression. What does it mean? Just something people say. He put a plate of eggs in front of Daniel and kissed him on top of his head. Is that dad? We don't know if this is dad or not. Is that? It has to be dad. It's a Sandman. Uh, it's a Sandman. We come to find out that Daniel's a Sandman. Okay. Okay. 
So he thought that, uh, Daniel, he thought that would be the end of it. Until he saw the Sandman for himself. He was getting ready for bed and stopped by Daniel's room to check on him while he slept, as he often did. It was such a routine precaution that when he saw a pale, naked man sitting on the edge of Daniel's bed, rocking back and forth, it took a moment for him to process what he was seeing. He was looking for a towel. <laughs> he was looking, he's like, hey, I'm going to take this blanket. Do you mind? No, you can... Can I ask you how you got in? How'd you get into the house? Uh, windows? Duh. Oh, okay. That's a thing. He was getting ready for bed and stopped by Daniel's room to check on him while he slept, as he often did. It was such a routine precaution that when he saw a pale, naked man sitting on the edge of Daniel's bed... Oh! Hey, who's your who's your friend? Who's your new friend? Why does he have clothes? <laughs> he, okay, uh, for him to process what he was seeing. Okay, he reacted the way any father would, of course. He ran into the room screaming, and for a moment he thought about attacking the intruder. But then the man on the bed turned, and that's when James saw that it wasn't really a man. It was a pale slithery thing hairless and warped its joints turned the wrong way and its body out of shape with itself when it moved it was like an insane marionette dancing on a stage james froze the skittering thing watched him he felt spreading warmth and he realized he'd pissed his pants that's a. I mean, that was a good pair of pants, by the way. I mean, spreading warmth. Is <laughs> that a band name? Is that a band? Spreading warmth. Playing next week over it. Actually, it's a charity. It's spreading it's, warmth. Spreading warmth is a. Keep those calls coming in, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, for spreading warmth. We're just trying to spread warmth to those that are cold this winter. Spreading warmth. Do 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 do. Pissed his pants. Real comfortable jeans. Levi. Jeans. Je- jeans. 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 So yeah, that's fucking okay. So this thing's creepy as shit. And if I show you the picture, I'll show you the picture when we're done with this. It's a creepy. He's the the Sandman is depicted pretty ugly. Like it's it's not okay. Okay, so the skittering thing watched him. He felt spreading warmth, and he realized he pissed his pants. Only when he remembered that Daniel was still there in bed, staring at the broken-shaped thing sitting a foot away, did he regain the courage to move. He grabbed Daniel and ran. In the hall, he turned to see if the thing would follow them, but it didn't. For a moment, it watched, and then, moving like a stop-motion nightmare... It crawled to the window and jumped out, leaving only the billowing curtains to mark its passing. See, that shit is fucking creepy to me, dude. Like, to be walking, running out, and then, like, it's just still just, like, looking like, you can go as far as you want, but I'm still gonna catch you. Spreading warmth. We're still taking calls, ladies and gentlemen, for spreading warmth. We're just trying to pay your gas bill for your heat. Dee 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 dee. One eight hundred spreading warmth. Call in. That's a lot of numbers. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, how the how the fuck is it scary? If he's going out the window, I'd be like, God damn, you're leaving. Thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't coming towards ain't me, coming so to- we're good. Yeah. James had trouble talking to the police. So he just talked to the... He's already called the police. I didn't even... Okay, he didn't even say that he was calling the police. James had trouble talking to the police. <laughs> Son, take it easy. Go ahead. What do you, what do you got? What, do you, what What is it? What is it? There was a... There was a man. He was spreading warmth. Oh, the, the telephone. <laughs> no, no. Not that. Not that. He was spreading... <laughs> 
Do you need water? What's good? Are you okay, son? Is he? Is your dad fine? Because he seems to be. Jerry, put in twenty bucks for spreading warmth. At farmersonly.com. He reported. James had trouble talking to the police. He reported a break-in, but when asked to describe the intruder, he didn't know what to say. How could he make the ordinary man in the blue uniform sitting at his kitchen table while two of his colleagues searched the house understand a thing like he'd seen? He couldn't even understand it himself. To make it worse, Daniel's memory did not correspond to James's. He described an ordinary-looking burglar. A man in a mask, he said. James thought about it. Had it been a mask? No. It would have been a full costume and an elaborate one. Something like they would use for a movie. And that would not explain the way it moved. Or the way that he was fucking naked at the edge of the bed. So he's human. So he's human. He's human. (laughs) He's human. But in the end, he simply echoed his son's testimony. I guess. I mean, first off, Dad, grow some, grow a pair. Not, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Look, bro, he was fucking naked. He was at the end of my son's bed, and it creeped us the fuck out. I don't know what he looks like. And his son's like, I don't He probably had a mask and costume. And, okay, Daniel, take a seat. I got this. Dad, pull together. The doctor said Daniel wasn't hurt and showed no signs of molestation. James was relieved. Is this is this legit in the uh, script? M- molestation. Molestation, which is a country in uh, Indonesia. Molestation. I highly doubt it. James was well. Why is James like super relieved? Like had showed no signs of molestation. Dodge that bullet. Usually, (laughs) (laughs) the guy was in my house, but good thing he didn't rape anybody. Uh, And they didn't check to see if I had, and they didn't find out. Christianmingles.com. They stayed at a motel for a couple nights until they felt ready to come home. And then James had a new security system installed, along with bars on the windows. He didn't like the sight of them in Daniel's room, but it seemed like the only thing to do. James was frightened that first night back in the house, but Daniel, strangely, was not. Was asked, when asked if he felt okay sleeping alone, he just said yes. In the end, it was James who found himself wishing he were not sleeping alone. He was up all night listening for the sound of anything moving in the house. Although he had convinced himself that his memory was faulty and that had been a normal, albeit probably deeply disturbed, man in his son's room, when he closed his eyes, even for a moment, he pictured bloodless skin and a twisted, inhuman face. Usually when I, you know, pop the old eyes down, I'm not picturing that. Like a creepy dude? Yeah. No creepy dudes. No, fuck no. No. Usually it's, you know, race cars. Girls on race cars. Topless girls on race cars. Just girls. Yeah, <laughs> That's all. When he closed his eyes, even for a moment, he pictured bloodless skin and a twisted inhuman face. He found himself wondering, why my house? Why my family? He knew, of course, that there didn't have to be a reason. But still, he wondered. Two weeks later, we just jumped two weeks. Two weeks later, Daniel stopped talking. James didn't notice at first, because Daniel probably didn't talk fucking much in the beginning. Kids went through quiet phases sometimes. But eventually, he tried to get Daniel to talk. And he wouldn't. Kids go through quiet phases? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Have you ever been to a Chick-fil-A? Right. Have you ever been to a classic skating? Or no, Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Or <laughs> Chick-fil-A. <laughs> God, go to a fucking McDonald's playground and just... <laughs> <laughs> 
they never shut up. Ever never shut at up. all. Like get I'll out of the just... ball pat. Get out of the ball pat. <laughs> Jerry, I'm serious this time. I'm I'm serious. You gotta finish up your, your chicken nuggets before we go back in, bud. Your chicken nuggets, seriously, please. Please. Dad, can we you're never around. You're never around, and I, you know, I might divorce you. I just never. We're not married. We're not married. We're not even married. That was the plight of Diane and Jeremy, or Jerry, and me. Okay, so <laughs> James didn't notice. For, James didn't notice at first. Kids went through quiet phases at times. Sometimes, but eventually he tried to get Daniel to talk, and he wouldn't. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on. Come here. Come on. Talk, buddy. Talk. 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 And he starts barking. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> my kid's a dog. <laughs> and then the whole story twists. And all of a sudden, it's about son turns into a dog. ChristianMingles.com Buy some Pringles hot con. <laughs> Eventually, it became clear that he couldn't. Back to the doctor, they went. Nothing wrong with him that we can see was the diagnosis. Was it the trauma? James asked. No. Could be, they said. Could be? What is this, a fucking World War II mash unit? PTSD. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, maybe. Throw him over there over to Randy. Randy will take care of it. What the fuck? James asked, was it the trauma? Dad asked. Could be, they said. Cool, man. Thanks. Sometimes these things come on late. Children can be a mystery even to those who know them best. They recommended a child psychologist whom James couldn't afford. I mean, who can? He could not, for that matter, even afford the bill they were giving him now. Nothing seemed to help. Daniel would write out answers to questions sometimes, but never more than a yes or no. When James would ask him what was wrong, or if he'd seen or heard anything that frightened him, Daniel would only stare. He seemed furtive and bemused. James found himself missing the sound of his son's voice. Sometimes he wanted to hear it so bad that it ached, but it seemed that Daniel would not talk again until he was ready. James had other things to worry about, too. He was convinced, beyond reason, that the intruder was not really gone. Though the alarm never went off and the locks and bars remained undisturbed, he was sure that he heard movement in the night. What the fuck was that? Is that movement? That was movement. When he heard it, he imagined horrible things. Nothing was ever there when he went to investigate, though he often thought he glimpsed something just out the corner of his eye. A pale foot or a a misshapen shadow that would slink away as soon as he turned. (laughs) It sounds like, dog, lay off the meth a little bit. Like, slow back. Like, what was that? Nothing, man. Do you want another beer or are you good or... I I know you're like eight, but do you want another beer? (laughs) (laughs) He rarely slept because of the meth. That's why. He rarely slept because of the meth. Which is the rhyme, and also the name of another band that's also going to be performing next week over in uh, Mixed Emotions on 13 South and State Street. He rarely slept, and when he did, he had haunted dreams because he's taking Chantix to get over his uh, cigarette issue that he he smoked a lot of cigarettes. So I didn't even know that was a thing. It is a thing, yeah. Oh. He rarely slept, and when he did, he had haunted dreams. Soon he realized he had not left the house in weeks except to go back to the bank and buy groceries. He felt hemmed in. With Daniel acting mute, he hadn't had an actual conversation with anyone in weeks. So he called his mother. The connection was bad and her voice sounded faint. On the verge of being not there at all. I guess I'm okay, Ma, he said. Pausing to wipe the sweat from his palms and then make sure he could hear Daniel playing in the next room. But things have been a little rough. We had a break-in. Oh, how awful, Mom said. Did they take anything? 
nah, just ran off. It was weird, though. I haven't really felt comfortable since then. Are you still working at the hospital? No, Ma, I left last year. You know that. Oh, well, have you been getting out? What about that nice woman you were seeing last year? The one who played the piano? James scowled. She was only she was always asking that kind of thing. Didn't she know how hard it was being a single father? No, because she's a woman, you fucking weirdo. Didn't she know how hard it was being a single father? Yeah, man. Didn't he th- that he didn't have the time? He was about to say so when something made him pause. Ma, is there anyone else on the line? I don't think so. James was sure he heard it, though. The short, gasping sound of someone trying to hold their breath and failing. You gotta hold your breath, dog. (laughs) You gotta hold it a little more. A cold feeling crept across the back of his neck. You're sure nobody's listening on your other phone? Dear, there is no other phone. I'm on the cell. That's why the service is so bad. Then what is... James stopped. If the sound wasn't coming from her end, then... He dropped the phone and raced to the hall. The extension hung on its hook, undisturbed. Heart pounding, he hurtled into the garage. The spare phone sat on the workbench. No one was in sight. But could they have been? Could someone have been here all along listening to his phone call and then slithered away? Might they be here even now? (sighs) The next day, he took out the extra phone extensions. Grab them all. He even filled in the jacks with rubber cement. We're fucking... Daniel watched him work, eyes curious. But James offered no explanation. He began giving Daniel a light physical exam every week. Hey. <laughs> That's a, yeah, exactly. Hold on a minute. Okay. Pump your brakes. Right. Please. <laughs> Pump your brakes.com puppybrakes.com you can get your brakes fixed or okay not really not really that's also who's sponsoring this show today puppybrakes.com get your brakes fixed and that's only because you need to pass emissions and safety hey pump, pump oh your, puppybrakes.com brakes there you go he began giving daniel a light physical exam every week what Okay, let's just reiterate a light physical exam. What does that mean? Like, I mean, what's the what's the next sentence say? His CNA training was a little rusty after you're on disability. No, it it doesn't say that. <laughs> yes, it says that. Okay, so we got this disabled guy. Which <laughs> you know what? If you're disabled and you know how to do physicals. That's what's up. No, his but. CNA training, so he takes care of folks just in general because CNAs oh, do that. Okay. Yeah, he's not disabled. He's oh, not disabled. Well, oh, but he's trained in working with disabled. With folks. just people, CNA. Oh, well, where's certified, the disabled cert- from? Certified nurse associate. I don't know what the A part stands for. Certified nurse practitioner. Associate. Associate. Let's I think look so. at No, nah, we don't need a fact check. It's fine. Okay. His CNA training was a little rusty after a year on disability, but you never really forget. It's like riding a bike. You never really forget how to clean an ass. Saving lives, riding bikes. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. It was an absurd thing to do, of course. Even if there was a physical cause for Daniel's behavior, it would be nothing he could discover this way. So why are you doing the light physical exam every week if you knew you couldn't discover shit? Are are you a creep? It sounds creepy. I don't know, man. I know. <laughs> He's like, I don't, look, I'm just at a pause. I might have. Okay. It would Rapersonly.com. Be and he was aware on some level that it was compulsive behavior. Nevertheless, it made him feel better. What, what about... 
Jesus. So James feels better, but Daniel's getting a light physical exam every week. Does Daniel have a say in this? Could Daniel be like, you know what? I just, I just don't understand why every week it's a thing. I don't look. I'll tell you if I'm hurt. <laughs> that was a good push. One morning, James set the diaphragm of the stethoscope, uh, stethoscope, of the stethoscope against Daniel's chest. But he could not locate a heartbeat. Oh my. He moved his hand in search of the right spot to no avail. Then, to test it, he listened to his own heartbeat. It came through steady and clear. But when he checked Daniel again and he didn't hear anything, a thought came unbinding to him of the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz whose chest was empty as a kettle. Okay. But let me get this straight. Please, like, please, please. He uh, puts a stethoscope right a- up against Dan and doesn't hear anything. James doesn't hear anything. Yeah, James doesn't hear anything hey. from Dan, but then he puts it to himself. Is this stethoscope on? He puts it to himself. He's like, oh, that's a heartbeat. And then he puts it back. <laughs> he's like, no, no heartbeat. Then he puts it back and he's like, oh, okay. All right, we got that right. Hey, you want eggs? And then, and then, after he's after he's like, yeah, that's okay. So that's definitely how it's supposed to sound. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Guess the, guess the thought of the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz whose chest was empty as a kettle. Ah, uh, he has to be the Tin Man. Oh, so he's a Tin Man. I probably shouldn't call 911. I'd just be like, do you need oil? <laughs> skirt, 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 skirt. <laughs> a sick feeling roiled his stomach. He threw the stethoscope down and grabbed Daniel by the shoulders, looking into his face. Daniel stared back with bright eyes. He even smiled a little with the corners of his mouth. James felt the tingle of tears. He swept his son up in his arms and hugged him. And Daniel hugged back. Then James put his shirt back on him and sent him to play. The the stethoscope, he decided, was broken. He threw it in the trash. Is that so? Yeah. yeah, So is your heartbeat not coming through either? Then that's got to be. This has to be broken. Anybody named Dan, or anybody named Dan. If I use the stethoscope right next to you, <laughs> it doesn't work. We might as well throw it away. What? That makes no sense <laughs> at all to just be like, yeah. James, yeah. work. Dan, no work. Okay, let's chuck this thing. Quick troubleshoot. Yeah, yeah. this thing's over. Oh, is your name Dan? Okay, we'll <laughs> chuck it. Usually Dan's, it doesn't <laughs> come up for him. So <laughs> Things got worse. James's terrors were no longer relegated to the long hours of the night. Now it seemed like that some creeping, some skittering and scuttling, some unknowable noise in some dark corner or another filled every second of his day. The thought of how big the house really was started to weigh in on him. There were so many rooms, which we don't even know how many rooms there are, by the way. There were, there were so many rooms he wasn't in at any given times time excuse me so many places someone or something else could be he imagined strange figures occupying the rest of his home when he wasn't around melting into the walls or merging with the shadows whenever he turned on the light or opened the door how would he know if they were there how would he ever know soon he didn't have to be outside of a room to imagine it When he walked up the stairs, he pictured pale figures lurking beneath them. When he went down the hall, he pictured a crawling thing slithering behind the walls, shadowing his every step. If he sat too long in the same chair, he imagined that it was right behind him, 
and he was never comforted. When he turned around and found nothing there, as he could only guess, that meant it had moved swiftly and silently behind him once again. Wherever he was, was not looking right now. That was where he imagined it to be. He was losing his mind, he knew. And again, doing way too much fucking meth. Just, I had a friend that did way too much meth, and he talked about aliens, I promise, all the time. The moon is going to, I can't make this shit up. He'd be like, the moon is about to, like, crash into the earth. And he's like, dude, look at it. Look how big it is tonight. This doesn't happen all the time. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's a thing. Once a month, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Once a month, it, uh, you know, babies get popped out. Period. Start. You know, it's a once a babies month. get popped out once a month. That's it. You it, think it happens every day? You fucking bullshit. And it, it doesn't happen <laughs> like that. Holy shit! He was losing his mind. He knew. The only thing that helped him cling to sanity was that Daniel seemed undisturbed. Other than his muteness, he doesn't talk. Not mutinous. Not, um, yeah, yeah, mutinous. He's like fighting his dad. He's like, okay, me and Sandman, we're going to get together, and we're going to get a van, and we're going to travel across the nation, do our thing, start a welding company. Start a welding company. We're going to call it Wilson Trucking. Wait, what? Other than his muteness, his behavior was perfectly normal. Other than him not talking anytime, uh, everything else was cool. Uh, Lucky Charms, I know how you like it every morning. Every morning, Lucky Charms and a Twinkie. That's not good parenting at (laughs) all. I would would disadvise. Which isn't a word. I I would not advise disadvise. Thank but, you. Thank but you. But Twinkies, uh, are they still around? Twinkies are around. I actually have some Twinkies in here. No shit. Absolutely. We can have one after this. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than his muteness, his behavior was perfectly normal. And whenever he seemed to sense that his father was troubled, he would hug him or squeeze his hand or even smile. Sometimes when he left the room, James cried. One night, he found himself creeping around the house with no lights on at 2 o'clock in the morning. If the intruding thing had taken to violating his daytime activities, then he would get revenge by confronting it on its own terms, the night. And really, night was no more frightening to him now than the day. They were almost interchangeable. He padded barefoot down the halls, up the stairs, in and out of disused rooms. How many rooms are there? Sometimes he stopped to listen, hoping to locate it by sound. Is that... I can I can locate it with sound. You got my sound meter, babe? It's back there. Babe, my sound meter. That's how I, that's how I locate this uh, Sandman. The sound meter? No? It's next to my it's next to my shaver. Your shaver? <laughs> Your shaver? He padded barefoot down the halls, up the stairs, in and out of disused rooms. Sometimes he stopped to listen, hoping to locate it by sound. It was a stealthy stealthy, creepy thing, he knew, but it was awkward at times, and it couldn't always keep its strangely shaped limbs from making their distinct irregular footsteps. The smallest noise would give it away. There was one room he suspected it spent most of its time in, the spare bedroom. Wait. <laughs> okay, there's like several rooms. Right. But how can you specify the spare Those, bedroom? Okay. I is, knew you is were going like to say something. Is it like Northwest or is it the like Southwest room or? I'm not Because I mean, anything. it sounds like there's 15 rooms in this house. There's a beatbox room. There's a room where we keep our fish. There's a room where we keep the dogs. There's a the room dicks. where we keep our tools. You know, when we want to get uh, crafty, if you may. <laughs> crafty. We also have the poetry room and. 
the uh, uh, putty room where we also get our craftiness on and a little bit of the boondoggle. Um, in our eighth room, we have it's just a room. There's nothing in it. It's just a regular room. Uh, in our ninth room, we have the remaking of a bedroom. So you, we, there's no walls, and we put at all. That all, and we put up new drywall to just take it back down the next morning. That's what's up. I mean, they may have a wall, or not even a wall, maybe even a room where they're just like, hey, you know what? We're going to make this room every month. We're going to make it look the same as another room in our house. So every month, it's going to be that room ah. plus like the craft room. Or okay. that room plus the dog room. Got or it. That room plus the fish room. That room plus, plus a, a E-I. That's I, not a word. Oh, okay. That's not a word at all. Not a bedroom at all, really. More like a closet. Just large enough to accommodate a bed if one were so inclined. A walk-in. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was unpainted and uncarpeted and drafty. He's always meant to fix it up. He didn't come in here very often because he disliked the bare, unused look of it. It made him think of a partially dis- dissected corpse. The room did? It made him think of a partially dissected corpse. What is, is this a- room? Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, that room? Reminds me of a partially dissected corpse. Really? I don't see it, Bill. You mean a mortuary. <laughs> you, mean, you, mean, you mean you're running a mortuary. Is that what yeah. you mean? He came in now, though. If the thing made its nest in any one place in the house, this would be it. Of course, there was nothing there now, but that didn't mean there was nothing there. He cursed, running a hand through his sweat, damp hair. What was he missing? How did it hide from him? What was its secret? He peered in the room's empty corners, one by one, getting his face a few inches from the plaster and floorboards so that he could be certain, certain, that there was no place for it to conceal itself. The light bulb flickered. He froze. My God, he thought. It's on the ceiling. He pictured it crawling above him like a huge, pale lizard. That's how it gets around thought that's how it escapes any time i should have it cornered it just scuttles up the wall and hides right over my head he imagined it dangling down behind him like a spider if i turn around he thought it'll be there hanging with his face right next to mine oh cute the the spider-man scene where they kiss upside down oh but he accidentally does it he's like Okay, I'm facing this way, and then he turns around, and he's like, oh, my God, and he accidentally Uh kisses the Sandman. I like that. Right on the The pale, dissected corpse lips. Lips. Well, are they lips? I don't know if they're really lips. It might just be penis lips. Penis lips. I I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't know. It's not a thing. Oh, okay. But I'm referring to the to the cute spider. Yeah, so he just turns around. And he's like, <gasps> "What?" <sighs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I turned around, he thought it will be there, hanging with his face right next to mine. He held his breath. He did not want to turn around, but he had no choice. It was between him and the door. With a quiet sob, <laughs> he rounded on his heels. <sighs> of course, he was alone. There was no man on the ceiling. He checked twice. Maybe it crawled out and was waiting for him in the hall. But when he checked, the coast was once again clear. It should have been a relief, but it was not. After all, it had to be in there somewhere. If the ceiling was not its trick, that just meant it was something else. Something even more strange. Even more clever. He went to Daniel's... I feel like he's giving him way too much credit. He's, like, even more clever. Like, it has to be. If he's just not doing the Spider-Man thing, he is, like, hiding in the fucking... Toy box. The toy... Yeah. Because that's never been done. No. No. He's in a pepper shaker. Why is the... There's no pepper coming out. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck steak. You know what I mean? <laughs> he went to Daniel's room... 
he had not stopped checking on him that night, like he always had. This time, though, rather than open the door, he listened at it first, pressing his ear against the grain of the cheap wood and holding his breath. Terrified that he would hear a skittering sound on the other side of the barrier, what he heard instead shocked him more. Daniel was talking to someone. James recoiled for a second, and then, when he'd caught his breath, he all but kicked the door in. Daniel was already awake, indeed, sitting up in bed, but he was not saying anything now. The light flashed on, and James stalked halfway into the room before stopping, suddenly torn. What did he want more, to confirm that his son could speak again, or to find whomever he was speaking to? The creak of a door hinge settled the matter for him. He ran to the closet and threw it open. There was nothing inside, or at least nothing that shouldn't be there. He swept aside clothes on their hangers, but nothing was hiding between them. Then he dragged the toy box out. The toy box. Good call. Okay, I see it. Then he dragged the toy box out and emptied it into the floor. Nothing. Oh, so you've been holding on to my cards the whole fucking time. They've been in your fucking toy box. Is that Ken Griffey? <laughs> is that, the fuck is that my it. fucking Ken Griffey rookie card? Nothing. He combed along the bare walls and floor and, yes, the ceiling, pushing aside every last bit of rubbish and stray knickknacks so that he could be sure, absolutely sure, that nothing was hiding. All the while, Daniel watched him. Without a heartbeat. Daniel still doesn't have a heartbeat, P.S. But somehow he's talking, doing things, texting, following people on Twitter, uh-huh. doing yeah. weird shit. Back, shout out again to Chad G. At Chad underscore G. ChadG.com. Random Twitter follower shout out. After a few minutes, James was panting and covered in sweat, and the closet was bare, and there were neither intruders nor answers inside. It struck him as funny, though, somehow, and he started to laugh. Very quietly, he kicked his son's toys out of the way as he went to sit down on the bed, dazed. He became aware all at once of several things, first being that he had not slept in days and was nowhere near his right mind, and the second was how close he'd come to really losing it for good. Tomorrow, he decided they would both sleep until the afternoon. And when they did wake up, he and Daniel would get out of this creaky old house, no more staying cooped up like prisoners, and no more checkups, and no more dreams about monsters. He would even take the bars off the windows. It was time to get back to living like real people again. It was time to... James saw it when he brushed a hand through Daniel's hair. He pulled Daniel a little too roughly closer. His son acquiesced to the examination without fidgeting or complaint as James pawed the side of his head hoping that what he was seeing would somehow stop being apparent he stared and stared until he ached from not blinking but there was no denying what was right in front of his eyes Daniel was missing an ear oh he's being taken over goddamn run dude (laughs) No, he realized with mounting nausea, both ears. Get the fuck out of there! (laughs) There was no injury, no incision, no mark where they should have been. Simply smooth, blank flesh. As blank as Daniel's quiet, unperturbed demeanor. Oh no, this is regular. No, it's fine. Can Can you hear me, man? James swept him up in his arms and ran into the hall. He was not sure where he was going or what he meant to do when he got there. He just knew that there was now nothing more important than getting his son out of that house. But their path was cut off. A naked man sat in the hallway with his back to them. No, not a man. James recognized his stretched limbs and stooped shoulders. The pale thing squatted on its haunches. Rocking back and forth like it was palsied. It almost seemed to be in pain. James hugged his son closer and backed away. Then he heard Daniel's voice. Daddy? 
James turned to Daniel and he heard the voice again. Daddy? But Daniel's lips hadn't moved. James looked back at the hunched figure. Its head jerked when it talked, like a tick. Hello, Daddy. James's mouth went dry. It took several tries before he could speak. Don't call me that! It is this voice's name for you. Go away! Leave my family alone! But I am your family. The longer it talked, the more the voice became distorted and blurred. An icy feeling nestled in James's stomach. Who, who are you? Someone who came to visit? Why here? You invited me. James's heart thudded against the inside of his chest. Why? I had something you wanted. James licked his dry lips. You're lying. You don't have anything I want. I want you to leave. Leave and never come back. Who is Daniel's mother? James blinked. What? Who is Daniel's mother? What the hell kind of question is that? How old is Daniel? James blinked again. The thing's voice caused a pinching pain in the center of his forehead. Stop asking me these things. When is Daniel's birthday? I don't know. Okay, okay, hold on a minute. I have to fuck like, the questions. The questions... What's Daniel's blood type? Oh, positive. <laughs> oh, shit. What is his da- what What is Daniel's birthday? I don't know. What is his middle name? Shut up. What was his first word? I said shut up. James wanted to tear the thing apart with his bare hands. Only the heaviness of Daniel in his arms kept him where he was. You were alone. You wanted a son. So I made one for you. James's hands began to shake. That doesn't make sense. Made out of what? Out of myself. James's stomach turned over. But now, I need those parts back. Daniel picked at James's shoulder to get his attention. Something was strange about Daniel's face. Danny, open your eyes. Daniel scrunched his eyes shut tighter. Open your eyes, Danny. Danny, open your eyes. Open your eyes! Daniel shook his head, trying to refuse, but he couldn't hold it forever. Eventually, his eyelids flicked up, and James saw the truth. Daniel's eyes were gone. James almost dropped him. Yeah, because he doesn't have fucking eye For a second, he wanted to throw his son down so that he could stop looking into those empty holes in his face. Daniel opened his mouth as if to speak, but of course he had no voice. He is coming back to be part of me again. No. No, no. Give him back. Give him back. I cannot. It has been too long. I warned you this would happen. You're lying! You're lying! You're a fucking liar! Give me my son back! Give him back! I do not lie. I warned you. He cannot exist forever. But you do not remember. You can only remember what I want you to. You forget all the times we have talked. Daniel felt like a doll or an empty bag. His hair was falling out, disappearing before it touched the ground. His hands vanished into his sleeves. Is this a is this big? Or little monsters. <laughs> or little monster, yeah. <laughs> when the hands come up. His hands vanished into his sleeves and his feet rolled up inside his ha- as pants cuffs. 
James cradled the tiny, shapeless thing. Tears streamed down his face. Soon he held a pile of empty clothes, and those too were gone. He looked around the house. Toys disappeared. Photos vanished from their frames. Daniel's little shoes were no longer by the door. James turned toward Daniel's room and confronted the wall where the door should be. He groped the blank surface, fingertips scrambling. He hit his head against the wall. The pain didn't feel real. Why did you do this? It was what you wanted. And I learned so much. This is impossible. People will ask. People will wonder. The police, the hospitals, the people in the neighborhood. They have already forgotten him. They only remembered what I wanted them to. Like you. James pressed his hands to his aching skull. Will I at least remember him after this? You can try, but your mind will fail you. Now that everything he was is part of me again. James sat on the floor, looking at the blank wall. Out the corner of his eye, he saw the thing creep toward him. And even felt its wet hand on his shoulder. But he did not look at it. If I won't remember any of this, he said, then why tell me? Because the father should know. And then James was alone. Abigail worried about James sometimes. When they met a year ago, he said that he'd never been married and he never had kids. But there was a certain pained expression he assumed when he said that last part. I don't got I don't think I have kids. <laughs> you okay, man? That's like a guy that like yeah. goes around and like blasts chicks and is like they're like, hey, you have any kids? And he's like, not that I know of. Right, you know, yeah, like that guy. Corny, yeah. Like comment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't, I don't think I have kids. But he, yeah, she's like, are you? Is it? Is it? Am I touching a? Is that a soft subject for you? Or Abigail's her name though too. Perfect. Yeah. So 2002. Right. Yeah. So 1901. Oh one. God. Mess that up. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so, but there was a certain pain expression he assumed when he said the last part. Abigail knew that look. She'd met parents who lost children before. You learned to recognize him. And there were other things about him that worried her, too. Sometimes she would find him staring at a particular spot on the wall, browed furrow and concentration. He did not seem to realize he was doing it. And, of course, there was the insomnia and the sleepwalking to consider, too. Yes, there was lots to worry about, but she loved him all the same. James still said he'd never had kids, and neither had she. She'd long wanted one, but it was impossible. And she worried that James wouldn't stay with a woman that couldn't be a mother, though he constantly assured her that it was not so. Nah, look, you can't have my kids, babe. Fucking... There were times, there were times, and more and more often of late, they were, there were the nights when James took to the sleepwalking. And even Abigail imagined that she heard strange scuttling noises in the house and saw impossible shapes in dark corners. When she thought she would do anything, absolutely anything, if it meant having a little daughter for she and James to raise, and at those moments she, came, she became truly afraid, but she never knew why. The Sandman. Off Creepy Possum. It's a trip, man. It's a little bit of a trip. I told you at the beginning that it was going to be a trip. I think it's I, I, like just for his son to like just go away. Yeah, you'd think he'd be able to do a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like what? what like the, the like James? The dad, James? Well, the dad. The dad. 
Dad James. That's all <laughs> one the word. The date Miami Dade? What the <laughs> fuck? Dade is uh, Dad and James all in one word. But um, I'm just saying, like, he wasn't like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. You he know did I mean? say it once. Well, he said it once, but, like, fucking try it, you know? But like, then he noticed that his ear was gone. Oh, well, we can't leave the ear behind. Oh, so. right. So, let's just, yeah, let's just, so I guess we Stay might as well here. just hang out. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, he totally should have still left and maybe seen a specialist. I don't know. Put the ear in your pocket. Get out of there. <laughs> but there was no ear because it was, remember he said that it was like just uh, smooth skin. Well, fuck the ear. They got it's, signs. We're out of here. Look, yeah. There's sign language. It's a thing now. Well, he still has another ear. Right. No, they were both oh, gone. Oh, they were both gone. Yeah. But he, he, was still re- he was still responding. Yeah. So, it's like, you don't have, like, the cartilage and shit, uh-uh. but you still got the ear hole so you can hear. <laughs> but it, it doesn't, like, it's you don't have the acoustics. No. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it doesn't come in like a Bose sound system. It's more like, uh, you know, those cheap, like, Bluetooth speakers right. that you get at Walmart for, yeah. like, ten dollars you know what i'm saying and they and they work for like an hour then an hour and then they're broke and then they just the, the the speaker fucking uh blows yeah and then you buy 10 more of those and then you're so like that's what it, okay i see what the analogy you're going with i see i see i but, still find it super creepy that the dude like the sandman character was like talking back to him and telling him like this is what he wanted and that he was just coming back to pick him up, and like, I feel like there's more of a backstory. I know, with and this. it didn't give it all, and so that's a little, that's a little, that. But yeah, I feel like there's a little bit more of a backstory because it kind of just jumped in. It's like uh, the movie uh, Insidious. God, I love that movie. Like the woman that is like following the dad, right? Well, initially it's following the son and ends up taking him over. But eventually, like, if you look at the family, like, picture books, like, it's following the dad. The whole time. The whole time. Right. And so and it's so he kind passed of... that on to the son, right? Exactly. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, no, that has to be the thing because that Sandman thing was telling the dad that that's what he, that he had already talked about wanting that. Like, yeah. that he wanted a son, but, like, at some point he had to give it back. Yeah. Is that some Illuminati shit? Because I feel no. like you have to like kill your firstborn or something to like get like super popular or something. I like don't that. know if it's necessarily like Illuminati. That's a whole different that's level. A whole that's another, a whole that's a thicken. whole other podcast. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't know. That was a good story. Sandman Two, the right. beginning. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel it. I think I think it was a good story, Ben. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, I no problem, it. dog. What did you think? Time. So you thought it was good? Yeah, it was. It was uh, intriguing. It was intriguing. Um, there were some weird parts. The a little physical bit of, exam. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is this? Physicals at football tryouts? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turn around for me, buddy. And why did you throw this stethoscope out? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You just like can it? Eh, well, I think that's so. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we you would do that. Like, obviously, keep it around. You're like, oh, this is a heartbeat, right? No heartbeat, heartbeat. Heart- you know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck this thing. You know, <laughs> and then just can it. Engine, not an engine. Engine, not an engine. Chuck it. <laughs> See ya. I don't know, man. It's still stupid. But anyway, thank you so much, Ben. I certainly appreciate it, brother. Um, Short Story Bingo, Episode 7, The Sandman from Creepypasta. It is a good read. Um, I mean, it's it's in their top ten. And again, peace to my fans in Japan. Uh, The best state, uh, or not the best, excuse me, the uh, state that has the most views for and downloads for my podcast is actually Virginia. So... Uh, Virginia, shout out to you guys. Uh, Utah is a close second, but 
I really appreciate uh, everyone that uh, gives feedback. You can certainly send any sort of story that you might have to shortstorybingo at yahoo.com or any sort of feedback. I will shout it out on the next one. And you guys have a wonderful day, evening, have a good day at work. Or if you're taking a shower, I'm glad I could sit in with you. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second time listening, the retention program is working. Short Story Bingo, Episode 7. Ciao.